I grew up on public assistance in poverty for many years. I was middle class living in South America. We moved to the United States. I was born in New York, but we moved back to the United States when I was about six years old. And then we were on food stamps, public assistance, probably till I was 16. And then my mother got a job at a shoe store, a department store. And so we were still in poverty. And then in my, when I was in college, I was part of the educational opportunity program for kids that were underprivileged. And so I got a full ride. Okay. Fast forward, I got my PhD and I became wealthy, right? So I've made eight figures in the online space. Ooh. And I've been really sitting with myself saying and talking to myself because there's so much noise on the internet. There's so many voices that are saying wealth codes, money, this, do this, law of attraction. And I don't want to add to the noise. I want to add to the conversation beyond the cliche, beyond the stuff that is in the books that you can Google, that is in the, you know, in the movies. So I asked myself, like, what are the wealth codes that I carry? What is the message on wealth that I carry and that I'm going to share with you today and with anyone who joins my program, Money Magnet? Like, what do I really have to say? And that's the question that I've been sitting with, meditating with, just kind of being with. And yesterday, I was sitting outside with the dogs, and I live in a very wealthy, multi-million dollar houses neighborhood. And I just felt this peace this piece. And so I want to take you on the journey of my experience, but I, I'm going to posit that you already know abundance. This is the theory, right? Like this is my hypothesis. I believe this in my core that you already know what abundance feels like. Even if you're middle, if, even if you're poor, even if you're middle class, even if you're making six figures and you want to make seven, if you're making seven and you want to make eight. And so I'm going to take you on a journey and I don't know if I'm going to get weird, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I closed my eyes and I thought back to the time that I was a child and the, the feelings, not the thoughts, but the feelings of being a child in New York City in a tiny one bedroom apartment in Queens. And the feeling was of being loved. I loved school. I'm gonna bring in the thoughts. The thoughts were often around shame. Shame that we didn't have nice things. Shame that there were beds in the living room, 
shame that my last name is A-B-A-D, so it was alphabetically A-B-A. I got free lunch, and so my number on the free lunch card was like 001 because alphabetically that I was I was up first in the list but that made it so that the kids made fun of me that I was super poor and so all of these things affect children right this is the programming so those are the thoughts and the feelings of shame that I had as a child but yesterday when I was sitting outside and I was like I was just tapping into the frequency of existence I'm like, yeah, okay, those feelings existed of shame and all this stuff. But there was also love. And I was like, okay, can I tap into the frequency of abundance as a child? And I thought about, and I felt into, so I thought about, but I felt into the summertime. And how I lived on 40th Street, New York City, Queens, cars passing by, like, you know, little buildings all over the place. They weren't houses. And I spent most of my day playing in the street, playing in the sidewalk, hopscotch, sitting on top of cars, other people's cars, hanging out, playing. And the water hydrant was there. And then we'd, some adults or one of the big kids would remove the, the sprinkler head. And then it would be like a fire hose, which is totally illegal. And we had the best time we had the best summers that oh this is making me emotional that was the frequency of abundance that's the frequency of abundance i would collect we had these little bushes right in front of our apartment and there were these little ladybugs and I would collect ladybugs and we would go to the pool which was like a super freaking ghetto pool like it was just we had to take a train and a bus and I'll do all this stuff to get to the pool you know and oftentimes I didn't have a dollar or two dollars to buy like french fries and I saw the other poor kids eating the french fries right so what I'm saying is that I existed like we all exist in the state of duality where it all exists. The abundance and then the things that don't feel so abundant. And when I think of the holidays when, you know, my uncle when he was alive and his wife and, and my cousin Christian would come over. And so there was, ah, and as I'm looking, there's two beautiful birds there. There was all this abundance in the midst of poverty and so my life wasn't horrible <laughs> yes i was poor yes i felt feelings of shame but there was also so much love there was also so much fun there was also so much abundance and so this is an invitation for you to look at your own life and your own childhood that yeah, even if things were less than ideal, where there are circumstances and moments of where you can tap into the frequency of, of love and abundance. Okay, now as it relates to money, I'm still in the feeling, right? I'm still tapping into the feeling of just the frequency that existed when I was a child. And what I can tell you is that 
so we're, I'm living in duality like we all do. There's abundance and then there's also things that don't feel like abundance. So if I bring in money to this conversation, there was a lack. So what is money? Money is just a currency. Money, you buy things with money. And so at the level of poverty, there was a lack of having. So we had enough for what we needed. And I was on government support. When it came to money, it was about not having things for extra, but also, this is where it gets really good, the lack of money was about not having opportunities and having to put up with certain things that were a real pain in the butt. So living in these very crowded apartments, right, where there was a lack of respect for like personal space, people putting their speakers and blaring their music, you know, um, Sometimes we had a man that was living on, on, we lived on the third floor. There was like a man that decided to live upstairs in the roof. So there was definitely not having and not opportunities, but the abundance was there in many ways. So money comes in, not only so we can have the things, but also so we can have the opportunities because with money, of course, comes access to different opportunities, including travel, education, being around the frequency of different people that believe in possibility. I remember, this is just a few years ago, I was already extremely successful. I was making seven figures and I was going to an event about hope and like action and all this stuff. But in order to get, I think it was in Chicago, in order to get to the event, we had to pass through a casino. And that was the most depressing thing I've ever experienced. One of the most depressing things I've ever experienced in my life. I saw these people that were clearly so poor and like the hopelessness and the soullessness in their eyes, like they were literally lost souls. And I was like, oh my God, that's the most depressing thing. So money is about having, but it's also about opportunity and access, but you can have abundance, okay? So you already carry part of the wealth codes of abundance, you can. You just have different, and I'm not assuming anyone's in poverty level here, I'm not saying that. But we all have stories. And if you grew up poor or middle class, mm -hmm. chances are that you have stories about how life works and how money works. Fast forward to my life yesterday. And when I was sitting in this beautiful neighborhood that I live in, and I'm like, what is the general frequency of living where I live? Like really, right? Because I know that there are a lot of, I'm working with a lot of people in business now. And you know, the goal is usually like, if you're making, you know, five figures, you wanna make six figures. If you make six figures, you wanna make seven figures. There's always this feeling of like wanting more and that's okay. But what, are, what is it that you're actually after? 
And so that's what I want to explore with you today. And that's what we're actually doing. So when I feel into the frequency of wealth, because this is a wealthy neighborhood, I can tap into the same feeling of abundance of, you know, I see, I see moms and dads playing with their children and these little carts, you know, there's just the feeling of more relaxedness, if that's a word, and there's more of a feeling of ease. There's a feeling of frequency. And plus we have an HOA here that's a pain in the butt, but you know, you can't blast your music and like do all these things that we were able to do when I lived in a, in a very poor neighborhood where there were like less rules, right? Where I felt that people, and there were gangs sometimes and all of that, right? So the frequency of wealth here feels like abundance. So let's bring in money. And again, money is, and wealth is opportunity. So when we have Christmas, when we have Thanksgiving, when we have Easter, whenever they're Halloween, the community here goes all out, not in any extravagant way, right? In a way that is commensurate with what they're able to do. And so you, they, they get like these blow up, um, blow up slides and blow up games and everybody cooks. And, you know, the children come out to play and then I'm part of a text message thread too with the neighbors and they, they give back. I see people traveling. I see children riding motorized vehicles, you know. And so I would say that with wealth, there is more ease and there's absolutely more access to opportunities. And with these opportunities, you have access to better jobs. You have access to beautiful experiences for yourself, for your children. You have access to travel. And that said, we're all human. A mother has lost her child being poor. A mother has lost her child, you know, being rich. So what's the difference? And then what about when you're middle class? So what I'm saying is we all have access to abundance at every level most of us right because of course you have those examples of people with like terrible terrible lives or constantly abused all this stuff right like i'm not talking about that and i'm not minimizing that but we all have access to abundance so what's the difference the difference is the programming the programming meaning the stories and the the map that we have of the world is different when you haven't experienced wealth and the programming usually around people that are middle class is a result of really, this is society, right? Like this society of you go to school, you get a job, you work hard, you can make six figures, and there's like a cap, right? Like it's just the status quo. And you're carrying these codes. This is the norm. This is the status quo. The status quo is you work hard, you make this amount of money, and that's it, right? The doctors and the CEOs and the whatever, the drug dealers, they're the ones that make the big money. And then when you have 
wealth, when you are wealthy and you're living in the frequency of wealth, you've got the codes, you have a certain way of thinking. I think of my neighbors and I think of how they just think a certain way. They carry themselves a certain, they carry themselves a certain way. They exist in a certain way. Silently, that's being passed on to the children just through being. And I remembered I went to, in Cabo, I went to um, a hotel. I think it was Las Ventanas. It's a five-star hotel. Beautiful, beautiful. It was super, like, uppity. And there was this couple. It was a young couple, 22 years old or something like that. I'm almost 50. And I could see how, you know how, like, teenagers are trying to be adults because they're practicing being adults. Mm -hmm. There were these two 20-something, very young, 22 years old couple mm -hmm. or so. And I could feel, I could feel that they were adulting as rich people. And I'm making assumptions. I don't know whose money it was, his money, her money, their parents' money, no idea. But what's so clear to me was the feeling that they carried the codes and that they were adulting, but they knew the codes. They were just like, your children know the codes. If you have children or just with yourself, like you're carrying codes that you've been taught and maybe you've never examined. And so where to go from here? If you desire more money, if you desire wealth creation, what, what's, the, like, what's the deal? What do you do? Work harder? Do more? Yeah, you got to work, of course. You have to do the things, especially the entrepreneurial journey is not for the faint of heart, not in this economy. And yet we're surrounded by abundance. You see people making big money all the time. But if you're walking around with an outdated map, a map that is so 1980s or 1990s or even in the 2000s, depending on what your age is, and you're doing all the things so that you can create your business or like have access to, to, to wealth, but your map is outdated, it's gonna feel like a freaking struggle. And so the answer is to look at your money stories, to rewrite your programs, to rewire and rewrite your programs and to learn the freaking wealth codes. And that's what we're doing in Money Magnet. That's my brand new program, well, not brand new, it's, it's my signature program. It's the third, fourth time that I'm teaching it. And it's gonna be new and updated. So of course you can do this on your own, right? You can do this on your own, you can buy books, you can figure it out on your own, but this is an invitation. So I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share that with you. This experience of abundance is actually always with you. You already know what abundance feels like. Can you tap into the abundance so you can really enjoy your life no matter what level of financial status you're at? But if you'd like to learn the money codes, the wealth codes, so that you can exist with the feeling of abundance and also the mindset and in the frequency of financial abundance. So you can 
transform your financial future. And I really mean it, like open up the floodgates to abundance. And that's what's happening in Money Magnet. That's what's happening. I'm so excited. It's going to be probably seven. I, I said probably because I have at least six trainings. I think it'll probably cl be closer to seven or eight. It's going to be a four to five week experience. We are going to begin at the end of the month. You can't put a price on it. You can't put a price on changing the way you exist with money. And this is something that you can apply to your life over and over again. My client, Sharon, she was just in my master class, Million Dollar Heart. And she's like, business is booming. She's like, I've just been busy. She's like, money's flying in. Because she was saying how at first she was like, okay, why isn't the money flying into my lap? And I'm like, well, you have to learn, you have to integrate the information, right? Like you learn something, you get the information, and then there's the application of it. And then you get to see the fruits. And then there were some people that like immediately saw shift, they, they felt the shift, they saw the shift, and some people began um, receiving checks or you know getting refunds and things like that. And that's because the money pathways have been blocked, right? Like you haven't, you can't see what you can't allow yourself to see. You know, your, your brain is built that way. We have a filter because imagine that we allowed ourselves to see everything that exists and we'd go crazy. It's too much information. And so our brain only sees what we want it to see. And so with Money Magnet, people began to open up their pathways and expand their vision. And so they were able to receive more. All right, that's it. Have a beautiful day. Message me if you have any questions and the link is in the bio. It's gonna be incredible. It's gonna be like next, next level because I'm next, next level now. <laughs>